What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a very special episode of Ask Nick. I'm your host, Nick, joined by Chrissy, my producer, who's... Uh, what's the temperature in Montana today? Ah, it is a blistering 16 degrees. Wonderful. Yeah, that's the wind <laughs> show there. It's awesome. Awesome. Well, Christ. we are glad you are safe and warm and you. Uh, I'm enjoying your scenic pictures, I will say. <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful landscapes. Beautiful landscape. Went to a hot spring. It was beautiful. Ooh. Well, it's not Next special day. because Chrissy is in Montana, even though that is special. It is special because our guest here for our Ask Nick is one, Chriselle. <laughs> Chriselle Stas. Hello. Thank you for um, having me. Ever Welcome since back. we had Chriselle on uh, The Vile Files for Interview While Dancing the Stars, uh, many of our audience members asked me to ask you to come on an Ask Nick episode. So we have been planning this for some time. This has been in the works for, for some, some time. In the works. In the works. It's been in on the books. books. And I say that because um, I'm totally going to ask Rochelle about her relationship <laughs> status. And I, and I, and I preface <laughs> yeah, it because are. I preface it because Rochelle is, we always protect the things that we, we care about the most. And, and uh, Rochelle this morning very charmingly reached out to me and was like, Hey, I'm so I'm coming and I know we plan on doing this, but I don't want to, you know, I just, you know, kind of made an announcement about my relationship and I, I don't want to seem like this has all been a setup to talk about it. So I just want to assure our audience members that it is not. Yeah. I mean, the timing of it, I was like, Oh, I'm uncomfortable. I don't know what, um, you know, I, I just want to be careful what I say. Cause obviously I'm excited and, um, everything, but you know, you don't want to, you don't want to squash something. No, by you want to protect your relationship. And, I get that more than anyone. Yeah. I, I really do. That being said, <laughs> <laughs> look at his face. He's so mischievous. <laughs> Such a troublemaker. This one, uh, Such a troublemaker. <laughs> Just give the people what they want. No, um, no, I really that I, that it, clearly that I think that's really charming that you um, are very you you are very happy. Uh, I personally love the gentleman that you are dating. I love that you guys know each other uh, very much. So uh, I spent a lot of time with with Keo on uh, on Dance with the Stars. He's just a lovable, likable guy. I mean, everyone likes him. He's yes? the best. <laughs> That's so great. May I may I ask oh may I ask when did you guys become official? Um to, to each other, not not us. Yeah, I mean I think I think um not w once we made it official then we we knew we wanted to go ahead and I think before anything is exclusive you don't want to share it with anybody cuz yeah. you're trying to figure things out, but um soon after we made it official we went ahead and and shared it. So um yeah, <laughs> I'm so She's blushing so right now. Yeah. <laughs> who, it's so cute. May I ask who asked who to be their boyfriend or girlfriend? I think it would be strange if I was the one that asked. It, um, I think it's okay that I say that he um, pursued that. <laughs> and I was, you know, I'm very, oh God, I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. Oh, it's so cute. I'm sorry. It just, you know, it's like a thing. I don't, um, yeah. So it is such a thing. It's such a thing that she is very clearly protective of this great thing. Yeah. And therefore I get it. Are you, 
do you get nervous about what uh, like other people's opinions um less so about that it's just you know you know i i'm just so hopeful about you know i i've always kind of been you know a hopeless romantic so i just don't want any there are it's already hard enough as it is when you know something is all of a sudden there's pressure promising now. and yes. yeah exactly i just oh, don't want to yeah. add any pressure and, and make it um you know anymore <laughs> i'm gonna stop myself yeah i just the pressure I, you know i don't want to add any more to it than it is well no pressure nick, nick gets it I he get gets it. it he gets it the, ro- gets the world it. is rooting for you i feel like the world has your back chriselle it it i will say the response was so lovely um i didn't think it would you know but it did feel like that a little bit which was nice yes or no question okay when all the drama was going on publicly about your dancing partner were you to you and your now boyfriend were you guys starting the courtship at that time and then were, would you find it to be like almost like you weren't ready to announce it but kind of like oh my god of course like the uh, the irony behind nothing's going on behind door number two but little do you guys know about door number three yeah but i mean like i said like unless something's exclusive you really yeah. don't and and now that we are it's nice to share because it's not because of something else that we shared it. it's we genuinely are you know, I, I feel like I'm saying too much. Are you? It. I don't know. But but yeah, of course, that was a stress. That was so stressful at the time. And, um, you know, I feel like you can only say so much. We both said that's definitely not true. And I, I, I kind of knew in the back of my head, like time will prove this to sure. be true. I just have to, you know, know that. And and, you know, so it's nice now to kind of feel like the truth has kind of come out yeah. and um I think it's incredibly charming how much you are like indulging us to answer these questions, but very protective of this of this relationship that you that you like. It seems very obvious. It's very charming. I'm ha- very happy. For thank both you, of you. Thank you. On that note, Chriselle and I are going to answer these questions, and because Chriselle and I have had good relationships and bad relationships, we are going to use our expertise and our experiences to help solve these problems of our callers coming up and we really appreciate Chriselle taking the time and answering our questions let's do it i love this i love this stuff all right she's really good at this by the way guys (laughs) you know that feeling when you find 20 bucks in your pocket it like will make your whole day or maybe when you're if you have a real nice experience and someone pays it forward like they buy you some fries and in line if they're in front of you at McDonald's. They're like, hey, give this stranger some fries. And it makes your whole day. Well, that is the type of feeling you have every time you drink huzzah. Huzzah. Probiotic seltzer water. Because probiotics, for those of you who do not know, are very healthy. Gut health. My sister Maria has talked about your gut health. She made a, she makes a whole crew out of gut health. And probiotics are a big thing in terms of helping your immune system, helping you your digestive system. And now you can do it with a delicious tasting seltzer. Huzzah. My favorite is the strawberry hibiscus. They also have juicy pear, patty. Raspberry and lemon, also a big fave of mine. Each flavor is non-perishable and can be stored at room temperature, but is delicious and refreshing when served cold. Huzzah has a delicious full flavor taste and only three grams of sugar or less. 
Yeah, the raspberry and lemon have zero, actually has zero grams of sugar and just five calories. The raspberry and lemon has zero? Maybe I should make that my favorite. I have, it was my second favorite, but now I'm just going to make it my favorite. You know, I was just <laughs> only, I just like the taste of the uh, strawberry hibiscus. It's, you know, it's, it's just me. Stock up on Huzzah Probiotic Seltzer by using code VIALL for 20% off your order at drinkhuzzah.com. That's code V-I-A-L-L for 20% off your drink. H-U-Z-Z-A-H dot com. Code V-I-A-L-L. Huzzah! Celebrate those rare, cherished, lived-out-loud moments with Huzzah, a bold new probiotic seltzer with benefits. I like things that are awesome that also have benefits. You know, we, we are big advocates on this show. Ease and convenience. We, we are big believers in that. And Crate Joy is making it super easy and convenient to get the best gift boxes available anywhere. You probably know what a subscription box is. Oh, we talk about that a lot. In fact, you probably already have a, a favorite meal kit or a pet box. But did you know there's one great place where you can shop thousands of subscriptions no matter what your interests are? Well, there is. And welcome to Crate Joy. Crate Joy is the world's first and only subscription box marketplace. You can shop over thousands of unique boxes and gifts for just about anything you can imagine. Subscription boxes that basically you would never even think existed before. They have escape room boxes, mystery boxes, cocktail kits. Book clubs, book DIY club. crafts for kids, wine, wine subscription boxes. I'm sure. Yeah, they have it Self -care, all. Self care, personal growth, do it yourself stuff. Yeah, cocktails, Things that you wouldn't snacks, think of. amazing. It's hard to find great gifts for all the special people in your life. Well, Crate Joy is making it easier. And right now, you can get thirty percent off your first box when you sign up at CrateJoy.com/viall. That's right. Sign up today at CrateJoy.com slash V-I-A-L-L to get 30% off your first box and shop CrateJoy's holiday specials. CrateJoy, get joy delivered right to your door. Question time with Nick. Let's ask Nick your sexy questions. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. What's your name? My name is Laura. I'm 27 and I'm from Chicago. Awesome. I didn't even need your location, but welcome. Chicago. Oh, okay. <laughs> Amazing. I love Chicago. Uh, how can we help, Laura? Okay. So my question is, how important is sex at the beginning of a relationship? And a little background to my situation is, um, obviously, I'm 27 and I am still a virgin. And Obviously, you know, I am active in dating. I date a lot of guys, go out with, you know, a bunch of different people. And I always have a hard time, I guess you could say, like finishing, like sealing the deal. I'll date someone for three months, but it never turns into a relationship. And I'm sure there's plenty of reasons why that might happen, but it just seems to always fizzle out for some unknown reason because people seem super interested at first, like really interested. They're crazy about me. They, are super excited. They say, oh, you're such a great person. I've never met somebody like you. And every time it ends the same way. And I'm talking like I've probably dated 30 guys over the last five or six years. And every single time it ends. And I'm like, is it because I'm not having sex with them? You know, is that part of the reason? I can't wait to hear what you're going to say to this. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> How many uh, are when you're these 30 guys you've dated, right? And you're saying mm -hmm. it goes... It can vary, I'm guessing, from one date to mm -hmm. to a few Ten. months. Yeah. yeah. 
And, and are you saying that in all 30 cases that you were interested in getting the guy, getting to know these guys more, and in all 30 cases, they're the one to end it? Or was it a mixed bag? I'm usually hesitant at first. Like, it usually takes me some time. But they show so much interest that it kind of, oh, like, let me, you know, pursue this. Let me see. It goes to maybe a month, two months, and then it always ends somehow. Like, I mean, sometimes I end things too, but a lot of times it seems like they start pulling away. They start kind of backing off. They start dating other people, but I'm really consistent. Like I'm not any different on date one than I am on date five. Can I ask a quick question? Is it of a, course. I just want to know what um, your personal belief is, why you're waiting. Is it a religious thing? Thank you. I was going to ask that. Yeah. Why okay, are you a yeah. virgin? So yeah. that's a great question. So, th and this is why I just don't understand. So I'm just waiting to fall in love with somebody be falling in love with somebody like i'm not waiting for marriage i'm talking like maybe i'd like to be like four or six months into something and you know it's just it's never gotten that far and i do tell people very early on like as soon as like bedroom talk comes up like i disclose it like hey just so you know like i'm not somebody who's wanting to have sex right away i eventually would like to but and i mean i've even hooked up i mean I, i've hooked up with people many times we just haven't had sex but so you're 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 hitting the bases you just haven't <laughs> hit, gone home yet yes exactly okay and so and most people are super accepting of it i mean most guys are like wow i really respect that you don't hear a lot of that like that's fantastic like good for you but then here comes like you know three four weeks into it and they're you know being a little bit more pushy and a little bit more oh i like that would be really fun like we should we should and i'm like i'm i'm really like i do want to wait i always wonder if guys think i'm going to crack and just do it but i never do you know so huh uh. <laughs> oh my god i'm sorry i stumped you i know no no I know. no it's, you did i'm just uh, <laughs> this is a great i know question. it's a very so unique situation here's the thing no it's not i don't think it's that unique i mean i guess being a virgin in your mid to late twenties isn't as common anymore, but I don't think it's yeah. that rare, right? Okay, I mean, good. It's, Makes um, right? You know, it's not. It's I'm not like neither Chriselle and I are like no way. No, you know, like we've heard no. it before. Like yeah, it's happened. It's been on The Bachelor, right? It's been talked about, but it is unique nowadays. I mean, I I can't say what's going on in all these situations, but if you like, I'm sure you've listened before, to this podcast before, regardless of you being a virgin or not. If you think that the majority of the guy, like, if you're going in, if guys are ending it more than you're ending it in general, I think then there's definitely something you're doing. I don't know what that is. And what I mean by that is, like, there's just, there's just no way 30 guys are that great. You know what I'm <laughs> no, saying? Like, I'm, just people in general aren't yeah. that great. And not, and, and great not. for you, right? So, like, there's just no yeah. way you could be going on this many dates and have the majority of them being people you're just like, oh, I'm super down. Like, I'm super interested. <laughs> And so it's, um, I think it's common if people feel rejection from time to time to, you know, get insecure and get in your head. I mean, I know I do. And, and then again, you've heard me talk about this a lot where it's just like you have probably have started in your head not qualifying these guys as much as you should because you're just trying to see if they can get to the point where it's weird because you want to fall in love is kind mm -hmm. of this barometer to have sex and which... By definition, it sounds like you really want to make sure you like a guy. And I have no doubt that you are like that. But for some reason, you still seem to be willing to give all these guys maybe more of a chance than you otherwise would because, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, 
for someone like yourself who's steadfast and wanting to find a lo- find love before you have sex, how come you're not ending these relationships sooner? Sooner, does that make sense? Like to the yeah, point where I, you're just like, well, I don't know if I'd want to have sex with you regardless. Like, why are you waiting for them to? <laughs> well, love you? I mean, I'm definitely, I definitely am there. Like, I've never felt like felt super strong towards somebody ever so like that's another fear like oh my gosh like why is this you know but at the same time you know i i want to go two months before i can judge like judge somebody like i try to give people the benefit of the doubt which i give way too much i mean i know that like i will give people you know chances but you know i just think you know if they'll stick around long enough maybe you know maybe we could see if that emotional connections there but I'm wondering, can you fall in love without having sex? I mean, I know it's happened before, but how uncommon is that? Because everybody that I know that's in relationships, like all my friends, they all had sex on like the third date, the fourth date. Like maybe it even started with a hookup. Off, have, like, you, have you been Tinder. in love before? No, I have not. What does love mean to you? I mean, I don't know. That's a loaded question. But no, I've never said I loved you to anybody. And I've never felt... I've never felt it like I've never been with someone. I was like, okay, I could see them. Have you ever felt ever in any situation, whether it's a friend or a date where you just felt whether you said it or not, you're just like, I fucking love this person. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Like I don't have like issues like loving people. I just, I've never met a guy that like, obviously I'm picky. Like I've never met a guy that meets my standards, but I'm willing to give it a few months. Like I know you're not going to know off one date or two dates, but it just, okay. So I I'm pretty self-aware. I try to check out myself and see like, what am I doing? And sometimes I can see why a guy might be not interested at some point, but everyone's always like, why are you single? How are you still single? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know. I go with a lot of guys. The guys show so much interest at first, like a lot. And that's why it's so confusing is, and I'm not trying to be cocky or anything, but I'll get asked out a lot. And then I just, they, they end up just being so uninterested after like two months. And it just dawned on me because a guy I dated for a couple years told me once that the reason why we never got to love or whatever was because I didn't sleep with him. And I mean, I was obviously offended by that, but it really got me thinking like, is that my problem? Is that why guys can't emotionally connect to me is because I'm not sleeping with them. It's definitely not your problem. And yes, I mean, I, I love what love means to anyone. It can vary. But sir, people can fall in love with someone they haven't had sex with, of course, right? And it all depends on what your version of love is. But there are some people, men and women, who a physical connection and sex plays a big role in how they feel connected with someone. That's, yeah, I mean, right I think, or, this is, I think what that's it pretty is, common. Right? Yeah. Um, but certainly not required. You know, and you're, it's, it's interesting with you because, again, I, th- I believe that you're picky. But at the same time, there's something about what you're doing is allowing you to go on all these dates and, and feeling rejected by all these guys. And there's just like, what, like, like I said, there's just no way you're into all these people who are rejecting you. It's just not possible. Like, yeah, I don't think you're cocky. And I think every person, I don't care what you look like or what your job is or how much money you make. If you were to date enough of people, some people would like them and some people, it's like 50, 50, not everyone's like, yeah, everyone would be like, oh, that's a hot person. But like, give them a couple weeks and they'll annoy the shit out of you. You know what I'm <laughs> but, saying? But, but like, people, they're not but for people everybody. people change their mind like Well, so that's what I'm quick. saying. But why aren't you changing your mind faster is my question. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why aren't you like going on a few dates with someone and going, yeah, not my guy. And that's okay. 
Can I, I have a question for you. Um, yes. Is it possible that you're using this as a defense mechanism and maybe you're changing what your, your energy of what you're giving out to them if you start to feel like you might be putting yourself in a vulnerable position? That may not be the case. I'm just asking. I mean, it's a good question. I mean, I'm pretty open about talking about sexual things. Like, I mean, this is obviously I get offended by this too, but I get called a tease a lot. Like I'm sexual, but yet I'm a virgin. So people get confused because I'll be willing to talk about different things. And I think they get excited, you know, maybe it's over Snapchat or texting like, oh, like I, I want to do this with this person. And then it's like, I'll kind of pump the brakes on it. Like, well, not yet. And then I think that's when I start to notice that they show like, oh, like I'm not wasting my time anymore. That's at least the vibe I'm getting. But I also might be doing something different. So, I mean, sure, like I definitely get a little defensive about the subject. Like I'm not going to, you know, sleep with somebody, but uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. It's, it's rhetor you know, rhetorical, but um, let me, you asked me if, if someone can fall in love without having sex. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, do you, what's your answer to that question? Like what's your personal belief? I mean, I think I could get there, but I know sometimes maybe guys feel a different way. I so don't, then my follow-up question to that is, and there's no right or wrong answers, this isn't a religious belief or whatever. Why have you decided to only have sex with someone that you are in love with? Okay, so, and this is the thing is that, I mean, I kind of wish I wasn't like a virgin at this age. Like I, I really am curious about it. Like it's, it's not that, but the first guy I ever dated, we dated on and off for about like three or four years. And it started as like a friends with benefits. It was the first guy I ever hooked up with. He was a bit older than me. I really liked him. And he, I just like, I wasn't old enough to like go to bars with him or whatever. And so that's why we didn't date. And so he ended up finding a different girl. And then I was like devastated. I was so upset. And I was probably like 19 years old. And I was like, okay, I, this is so upsetting. Thank God I didn't sleep with this guy. I just, I'm going to wait till they are falling in love with me, like me, whatever, to sleep with somebody. And then here I am like 27 and it never happened. But here's the other thing too, is that I know so many girls that sleep with guys, especially off apps and they get ghosted. I get ghosted all the time. And I'm like, thank God I didn't sleep with this guy. So I want someone who like actually likes me to sleep with. And even if we break up in eight months, I don't, that's okay. I just want to know that the first person I slept with respects me, cares about me, you know. Haven't tried Amazon Music before? Well, what are you waiting for? For a limited time, you can get your first three months of Amazon Music unlimited for free. That's access to over 70 million songs on demand and ad free. Play the songs you want, when you want, free for three months. I, I can't tell you how much I love Amazon Music. It's just like, Do you listen to the holiday music in your home? Sometimes. During the yeah. holidays? You can play Mariah on repeat, if that's what uh, Chrissy is referring to, because she's such a big Mariah Cara fan. The, I'm the biggest. You're the biggest. Just want to stream free? Amazon Music's got you covered. Download the app to get access to millions of podcast episodes, like the file files, at no charge, plus thousands of music stations and top playlists. They have it all. Anything you can imagine, it's right at your fingertips. Or literally just say, play whatever it is you want. They have it. Listen at home or wherever you are. Your holidays will be merrier with fun, festive tunes. Remember, 
For a limited time, new subscribers can get three months of Amazon Music Unlimited for free. Go to Amazon.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That's Amazon.com slash V-I-A-L-L to get your first three months of Amazon Music free. Starts at $7.99 a month after that. New subscribers only. Terms apply. Offer expires 1-11-2021. Looking for amazing furniture at an affordable price that's easy to shop? Well, article- As a matter of fact, I am currently... <laughs> Well, get some article. I think article would go well with uh, Mon- Montana kind of vibe. Article keep perfect. my California feel with yeah. the article. If you want a modern, sophisticated, very high-end designer look at a very affordable price, article has you covered. All the things from outdoor furniture, indoor furniture, bedroom furniture, dining room furniture. Article combines the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online articles team of designers focus on beautifully crafted pieces quality materials and durable construction they are dedicated to a modern aesthetic of mid-century scandinavian industrial and bohemian designs fair prices you save up to 30 percent over traditional retail prices article is able to keep their prices low but cutting out the middleman they just cut them right out and selling directly to you the customer no showrooms no salespeople, no retail markups Fast, affordable shipping is available across the U.S. and Canada and is free on orders over $999. All in-stock items are delivered in two weeks or less. 30-day return policy with simple returns and exchanges. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Go to article.com slash V-I-A-L-L and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash V-I-A-L-L to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 more yeah i mean that sounds nice i get it i think that's a real honest story you just told and i think that plays a kind of a big significant role and kind of what chrishell was referring to is like are you projecting or is there something else going on i get that feeling and i'm not here to tell you to not value sex or intimacy as much as you do but it but I kind of, <laughs> I guess what if I'm it, saying is it's like, if it wasn't the first, it would be different. Like, if, why does if that it, matter? Like, let's say I was done. Like if it wasn't the first person, Laura, right? I lost my virginity to a girl who was from Montana uh, and, and which is great, but like on a hill being bitten by mosquitoes <laughs> when I was 17 years old, that lasted for about 15 seconds and not because I finished, but because I was so goddamn scared and it was just weird and awkward and there was nothing special about it other than it was my first. And quite frankly, most people have a similar story to their first, which is in no way uh, well, special okay. or romantic. Listen, and if it went, if it got awkward or something, like I expect that's possibly going to happen. It's just a respect thing. And it's hard because uh, I feel like guys sexualize me a lot. Like I have a large chest, blah, blah, blah. Like it's almost like. like I feel like I will bump into guys that act like they like me but really they're just like oh I've never dated a girl with that size chest before like oh I'm curious about this and I'm like that was so rude I thought they liked me and they didn't and so I'm just like petrified that I'm going to sleep with some dude that's just you know a notch on their belt and then they ghost me I get it listen the world and dating is tough but I'm it is I'm trying to think of one of my great analogies here and it's not coming to me however however but like live your life. And I think it matters more that you respect yourself, right? More than anything else, because you can't guarantee who is going to respect you, coworkers, friends, boys you date. And what you're doing and what it sounds like is like stopping yourself from like living your life out of fear that like someone might not treat you the way you hope to be treated. 
right? And that's just, just that mm-hmm. I can, what I can guarantee you, no matter what's going to happen, is that like from time to time throughout your life, as long as you live it, you're going to open yourself up to feeling disrespected, wronged, che- like, and people who love you and say they love you and you trust can hurt you the most. And in fact, that's the people who often hurt you the most is the people you love the most, right? And so like you're here talking to two people who have been in relationships, who have had sex, who have been wronged by people we in that moment have felt like we love the most, right? There's no guarantee that's going to happen. And what you seem to be doing is trying to avoid that possibility because you want everything to be special. And I'm not telling you to have sex. I'm just telling you what you're doing is is you're avoiding life a little bit and you are protecting yourself for something or trying to, right, for something that's just impossible to do. Like, no matter what, you can't guarantee anything is going to be special or whatever. And, and I'm not telling you to go around and start just having a bunch of sex, but okay, I just think I, I'm, you I'm are, <laughs> I think you're, you're, you have all these kind of measurables and these lists and I think you've created in your head an idea that you might never find. Because yeah, I mean, I definitely like have high target. expectations for it's the a, for the yeah. moment. Yeah, I mean, I obviously I get it's not a movie. Like, it's not going to be that way. But I just want someone that's going to, like, stick around for a few months and just show some consistency because guys are really inconsistent. Maybe at least in the 20s age, like, it's yeah, one yeah. way and then no, the next consistent age. consistent in their 30s and 40s and 50s. Okay, it's too. just like, oh, my God, they're all over the place. And I know it's going to happen, but I just would hate to, like, lose my virginity and then, like, I don't hear from him like ever again. It's so it's like, I'm just trying to get to a few months, but I just can't. It just, no matter what I do. And Laura, what would hurt more? You date a guy for a couple of weeks. Okay. And you're just like, ah, pretty good. I like him. I'm not, I don't <laughs> know if I love him, but I really like him. And okay, also yeah. I'm super turned on by him. Fuck it. Okay. Let's have some sex. You have some sex. <laughs> it's pretty good. You date for three more months. You're like, I love you. And he's like, I love you too. And then five more months go by. He's just like, I don't love you anymore. I'm, I'm I, I met someone else. He cheated I mean, I on would, you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess. I, I mean, these are all variables. Yeah. These, it happens to everyone. Yeah. Right. And I'm just saying that like, you can't avoid life. You can't, you can't, it's like, you know, I know, I know, I know. It's like, I wish I would have just, you know, done it the first time. Like when I was 23, I wouldn't, you know, well, be there, so nervous that, about it. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, if, if you can say that, that just means you're acknowledging that you're making your virginity a bigger deal than even maybe you think it you should. Yeah. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm just saying you're just kind of, it's the idea of something that you're kind of glorifying and putting on a pedestal. Like what I'm saying is it doesn't change you who, who you are as a person. It doesn't change you who are at your core. Had you had sex at 19 or 20 or 21 or 22 and it was a guy who like eventually got arrested or is an asshole. I don't know. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't it doesn't define you as a person. We've all hooked up and dated some uh, some uh, trolls, some some like you know, people were just like eh, staying on my resume. You know, we all have some stains. Yeah. <laughs> I and just wanted fine. to be the first. I just wanted to be the first to be like some big jerk. It well, I mean, the 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 everyone listening right now is like, well, <laughs> girl, yeah, that would have been nice, but you know what? Didn't change anything, you know, right? <laughs> yeah. 
No, it's so true. You And, you but, know, anytime you're going to be vulnerable to fall in love, you're going to get hurt. I mean, that's yeah. – it's it's one of those ridiculous things that we, we get over a heartbreak, but then we jump right back in because, you know, it, there's a reason. You want it, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like, you know, I, I get it. It's it's Heartbreak is the worst feeling you can feel, but love is the best feeling you can feel. So I would just say I hope you – you know, allow yourself to be vulnerable and open that up. And, and I'm not attaching that to sex or not, just in general, you know. Yeah. It's not who you are. Stop making it who you are. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You have created it as an identity to yourself. Ooh, that's good, Nick. You know, and I don't yeah, think I could you see need that to. For sure. So I think in your case, you probably should stop talking about it because you've made it such a identity for yourself. And it, there's so much more than you to you. But than- I do have to, I feel like I have to disclose it before we do anything though, because you can't just like, go into a hookup and be like, oh, wait, by the way. Yeah, you can. Mm. People get weird about it. Then they start like begging and like, please. I mean, you shut it down. I want you to know that like we're going to get close, but it's not going to happen because I just don't want to put myself in a situation where someone's like aggressive and like, oh, I thought this is what we were doing. Yeah. Well, that's good. Keep yourself. Yeah. But you'd also have to, you don't have to say your version to say like, hey, just, just, you know. Okay. That's a great point. I was thinking about just saying, hey, I just want to wait a little while instead of being like, oh, I'm a virgin. Like, I just like to wait, you know, a little bit of time to get to know each other better. I think, I think that's a better approach because it will like not scare people off. Also. And again, I don't think if you want to tell people you're a virgin, that's fine. I'm just saying you don't have to. It's not an obligation you have to meet. You can say, hey, we're only going to second base. We're only going to first base. Guys understand bases. You know, okay, keep, they're simple. Yeah. But like, you can be like, hey, no sex tonight. And, okay, that's, yeah. and then that's great for, that's... for upfront expectations. And just, you know, and if a guy starts getting whiny, just shut it down. Yeah, I mean, I, that happens a lot, um, unfortunately. But I just, if you can, try to make it less of your identity. Okay, I think that's a good, I think that's a, and a then good way to go also, about it. And then also, final thoughts, consider the possibility of your first not being special. Yeah, I mean, I think that's more of reality than anything. I mean, I, what I don't want you to do, right, is take take all this time, uh, waste some experience, and then do it, and then have it end up not be special anyways, because it's probably not going to be. Yeah, it's just that's it's just like you know, if it is, congratulations, write a book, <laughs> tell the world how you did it, because like okay, everyone wants it to be special, and it's almost never is. So just know that, and and take it easy on yourself. And then go out and live your life. Okay, I'll do that. All right. Best of luck. Yes, good luck. You're the cutest. You're going to be great. Thank you. All right, take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. How's it going? Good. I'm Carly. I'm Carly. I'm 23. How can we help, Carly? So, um, recently, I got out of my first serious relationship. It lasted a little over a year. And it wasn't abusive or anything, but it was extremely toxic to me. And I knew that I needed to get out of it for the last like four or five months of the relationship. But I stayed in it because I was so like dreading hurting my now ex. And a couple weeks ago, I finally hit my breaking point of like, this is it. I need to get out. I'm done. And so I broke up with him and it was immediately a relief. Like, I had like a few hours of a grieving period and then I just like woke up the next day and I felt completely renewed and refreshed and like a huge weight had been lifted. Um, So my dilemma 
is I feel completely ready to like get back out there and mingle and not necessarily like get into a new relationship, but definitely like to have some single fun and, you know, as much as that's possible in the pandemic. And I'm hesitant because I don't want it to ever like get back to him because I don't, again, I don't want to hurt him. So I'm torn between choosing his feelings over my own, like I did for the last year or doing what I think is best for me. Okay. So just to summarize, you're no longer dating this person, but because you're a kind person and even though you don't want to be with him, and you know you hurt his feelings, you don't, you're, you're worried about now because you're single and dating and finding someone else new, getting it back to him and then further hurting his feelings. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, the good thing is with COVID and everything going on, I mean, it's very easy to, um, you know, as long as you're not posting what your life is and doing, it's not like you're going to be showing up at the same bars. They're all closed. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like if you're having conversations with people, I, I, I wonder how you're worried about him it getting back to him unless you're going to be posting about something. My biggest worry is like getting back on the dating apps and then running into one of his friends or one of his friends seeing me. Uh. And then, like, taking it back to him. Gotcha. I think that you yeah. should not give a shit. <laughs> and I, I don't, like, I think it's great that you seem like a really kind and empathetic person. And I think that's a very charming thing for you to care about him, even though you don't want to be with him. And I think it's great that you pointed out that even though it wasn't abusive or anything, you can, people can be in toxic relationships for themselves. That doesn't mean the person you're dating is toxic. Relation, like, the, the relationship was toxic, how, you, yeah. you know, whatever, how you communicate. And I think that's great to point out, but he's your ex and things, you know, he'll have to go through his own process of healing and moving on that, yeah. you know, quite frankly, you're no longer responsible for. Yeah. You know, you weren't married. You, you, even if you were married, like you're, you, you don't owe him anything. You're not a prisoner to the relationship. You're, you know, there's not like some like, thing that you owe him that would make you a bad person if you don't live up to that end of the bargain. And that yeah. might feel or sound cold, but sometimes we have a way of sometimes making our feet is shaming our exes for moving on faster than we move on. It's not like life isn't fair. Relationships aren't fair and how we move on and grieve isn't fair. And certainly in a perfect world, it'd be great if we all moved on <laughs> at the same time and we started dating and it was all, clean but that's just not how it is and sometimes we do that like i and i trust me i know how you feel i've been i've been in that situation i've been your ex-boyfriend too of like feeling mad yeah. that she moved on and then i've broken up with people and then, then like i really want to date but like, God, i just don't want her to find out and i don't want to get that call because there were still like there was still a relationship there that made that person feel justified to call me out or call me up and let how could you do this and blah 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 you never loved me you know, shit like that where they just yeah. kind of shame you. And if he does that, he was wrong, right? If he yeah. shames you for moving on with your life, even if he's hurt, it's wrong for him to do. Like just because people have hurt feelings doesn't give them clearance and a justification to, to shame them, someone else. 
if yeah. he's if he's more, you know, obviously it sounds like he didn't want to end it and you did. So it's going to sting for him. Like that's going to sting just like Nick said. I, I feel like, you know, I've been on both sides of that where in one case you're the, you know, you're doing the breaking up and the other case you're being broken up with. So it's going to sting for the other person that it didn't want to end things. But if anything, it will help give the validation that you guys weren't a match. It wasn't meant to be, you know, and it will sting, but it will also be, you know, if worst case scenario, it also helps that person see again, it's been me on both ends of it to see that. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is the sign they need it. You know, clearly you weren't as invested as, as he was. And this wasn't, you know, meant to be. And the truth is it's going to help him move on. Right. Also, you need to be okay with the fact or you need to be okay with the possibility that at least in the short term, he might feel feelings of like hatred towards you. And that's okay. You can't prevent that. That's his side. I know that sounds, and he won't, he'll get over it. Trust me. Yeah. Like once he's over it. I'm such a people pleaser. (laughs) Yeah. That's okay. And that's a good for you to recognize that. But you, you, we have to be okay with our exes feeling hate. And the good news is, I'm sure you've heard this before, that hate isn't the opposite of love it's indifference and the fact that he hates you or that he might say this to himself or say it to you or say it to his friends means that he still loves you and that's okay because yeah. he cares about you right yeah but you have to let him go and by in Chriselle's point but going on the dating apps it might just give him the nudge he needs to to accept it because breaking up and getting over breakups is all about acceptance accepting that it's over accepting that it's time to move on to let go he hasn't accepted it yet right yeah. And and subconsciously or directly or indirectly, you've given these little reasons not to fully accept it because he, maybe he senses this reluctance for you to fully move on. And and your coldness, if you will, by just doing what you use best for you and no longer worrying about a relationship you're not in anymore is going to allow him to accept the reality of the situation. And in the short term, he might feel things of hate, but he will get over it. Eventually when he gets closer to that indifference, because when he accepts it, then he'll get back out there and eventually meet someone that he'll like. And he'll just be like, you know what? That wasn't right. She did the best for me. You know, I just, he just doesn't see it now. Yeah. So you got to think think long-term. I think part of what I'm worried about too, is we have so many mutual friends and if they like see me on the apps or if they find out they're going to be really mad at me and I, don't Who's want they? that either. Who's, his friends will be mad at you? Yeah. <laughs> what friends are these? Your friends? His friends? Mutual? Like, were they... Mutual who, friends. Whose friends were they first? <laughs> they were his friends first. Okay. So you just have to let that go, right? Sometimes yeah. when we date people, we meet their friends, we all become friends, and then we break up. And sometimes those friendships ships stay, and sometimes those friendships slowly fade away. Yes. You recognize that you're a people pleaser. You're going to have to accept the fact that, like... You need to be happy and his friends, if they want to hate you and, and have their boys back, you know what? Just be, they're, they're being his friend and that's, and you recognize that, but it's not about you. They're just trying to be a good friend to him. Yeah. Right. So they don't really hate you either. They're just trying to have their guys, their, their friends back. Yeah. I guess and so. you just have to accept the fact that your next boyfriend is going to have friends too. And, and then you'll become friends with them. And like, you just won't have time for all these friends, right? <laughs> you don't get to collect all these friends that you meet from the guys that you date. <laughs> Some come and go, right? You only have so much inventory of friendships to go around. And my guess is the next guy you meet, he'll have his friends too. You'll have a new group of friends and people you hang out with. 
And maybe one or two friends that you met in a relationship through your friend, they might last, but a lot of them will just fade away. Yeah. As it happens in life. How soon do you think, do you think it's too soon since the relationship was just a couple weeks ago? Or do you nope. think whenever I'm ready? You can do whatever you want. It could be the next day. Yeah, you're not cheating. It's, you know, like I said, it's always going to sting for somebody if they're a little more emotionally attached still. But that's, you know, unfortunately, that's, that's the reality of relationships, you know? Yeah. You're, you're, you not in, you're not in it anymore. Yeah. Do you think he'll question the relationship? Like if I meant... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something that I, I, I read in a book once that really helped me out. And I try to remind myself of it every day. And I'm not always good at, at listening to it, but it's true. And that is what other people think of you is none of your business. And you really struggle with that clearly because all your questions are on like, if I do this, what will they think? If I do that, what will they think? And like, it's just like, listen, you seem like a good, well-intentioned person, right? You didn't cheat on them, whatever. And like, I don't know what they're going to think. It's none of your business, right? You're not doing anything wrong. You have the right to like move on, right? You, you clearly stayed in this relationship a little bit longer than you thought, and which is good, right? Because now you have no regrets. You have no regrets about this relationship. You clearly felt like it was not working long before you ended it. You finally got the courage to end it. Now you did, and now you're so fucking ready to move on, and now you're just worried about what like his friends might think about you. And you know what? They'll get over it, I promise you. It's not too soon. If you want to go out and get laid tomorrow night, go for it. You have my blessing. They're probably not going to find out. And if they do, so what? They can call you whatever they want, but like they'll will, they will get over it. Don't be a prisoner to a, a relationship that you no longer want to be in. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. And Ugh, don't kind of hate the idea of anyone having like ill will towards me. But... That is a you problem that you should work yeah. on, regardless yeah. of what, you being in a relationship. Because yeah. <laughs> that's going to hurt you in the future. No, seriously, that's like that can be a big problem. Like if you're so obsessed with making sure everyone's happy, you will never be happy. It will affect your next relationship. It will affect your friendships. It will affect how people treat you because people will sense the fact that you're never like you, you have to be able to, to do that from time to time. Yeah, that makes sense. If any of them reach out to you about how could you or anything ridiculous, just send him this clip of you on the show where we're literally giving you the all systems go. So there you go. Okay, yeah. that helps because I What do your know, friends like, think? I'm, I'm curious. What about what about your friends? Some of my friends are like so on board with me moving on, so on board with me, like you said, going out and getting laid tomorrow. And some of them are like, you need to take time to heal. It was really hard for you. The relationship was so bad. Did you ask them if you needed time to heal? They just no, offered up they that just advice. they came out and said it. Yeah, what the fuck did they know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? The truth is, and I don't know what you said, but it sounds like you're like, to be honest, I, I've already taken that time. I was yeah. in the relationship and I had moved on. Like, no one, the, people have all these ideas of how, what you're supposed to do or what sounds good or you're not supposed to hurt people's feelings. Like, everyone's going to have an opinion. And that's why you should stop listening to all their opinions because. Everyone has their own. They're all projecting, you know, and I'd be willing to bet without, without knowing for sure that all the girlfriends that want you to take time to heal is because they wanted some guy to take more time before they got over them, you know, and they just, yeah. they're all projecting. Everyone's projecting their own bullshit. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> so you're a good person. You've done your part. You cared about him. If he needed you to 
for something tragic, you would be there for him. I have no doubt. But he yeah. doesn't need you. He's going to be fine. He has friends. He has people he's going to rely on. And it is okay if in the short term he hates you. Because all he needs to do is finally accept it. And he might need to hate you to accept it. So in the future, he can simply just be indifferent. Yeah. And then he won't hate you anymore. Because he'll be in a, another relationship. Yeah. I think what I really needed was just the permission. Because I wanted to move on so bad. And I wanted to get out there. So I really needed the reassurance that it was okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you called. This is a very common thing. Like I said, both I've, I've been on both sides. Yeah. Rochelle's been on both sides. It's something I think probably everyone listening, if you've dated actively or had boyfriend in serious relationships in your you know early 20s and mid 20s and that didn't work out, you've you've dealt with this because you did care about him, right? You want yeah. him to, you, you you're you know, you're not ending it because he he's a bad guy. You wish him, you want him to be happy, and that's a great thing. But it's up to him to find his own happiness. Permission yeah. granted. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that does feel good to hear. So I think I took of, his happiness on myself for so long that now I get to just let it go. Uh, if anything, I would overcompensate. I'd go out there. I'd be as aggressive as you want. I'd go on multiple <laughs> dating apps. I, I No, you got to get over the guilt. You got to get yeah. over that. You really yeah. do. Go have some right. fun, Carly. Okay, and, and, I will. And your friends who like offer their unsolicited advice about how long you're supposed to grieve, tell them to like stop giving okay. that advice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Can't wait. You know, have fun. Go out there. I you will. Know, have a ball. You deserve it. I will. All right. Thank take care. you. Yep. Okay. Bye. How's it going? Hi. How are you? Good. What's your name? Um, my name is Lauren. I'm 28 years old, and I have a question about my um, relationship with my boyfriend. So we've been dating almost two years, and basically I am not good at communication. I'm trying to be better. Um, but my my question is kind of twofold. Number one, um, he's not really the overly romantic type. Like, he never buys me flowers or, like, chocolates or like anything like simple or romantic um like for valentine's day like he didn't even give me anything um <laughs> which i know it's like an overhyped holiday but still it's like the one time in a year where you can like buy a box of chocolates and it's like it's all fine um so i've been like getting like really moody and irritated and kind of annoyed and mad at him because and i even had this conversation with him I don't always feel loved or like cared for or that he's like thinking about me. And I just want to preface this with like, we're very serious. I love him. He loves me. I think we're going to spend the rest of our lives together, but I don't want to constantly keep like getting mad at him for little things that he's not doing. Um, and the second part of that is um, like when we have sex, like he's only gone down on me twice in two years and I never questioned it. And then about a month ago, I was like, you know, I just kind of made a snarky comment about our sex life. And he like got really sad and was like, well, I've got to tell you that the reason I don't go down on you or like girls is because it makes me nauseous. And like my instant reaction was like, oh, like kind of bummed out because like I love oral sex and like it's a yeah. huge deal for me. And, like, if we're going to be together forever, like, I just think we need to, like, spice things up and keep it different. So I know that men like direct communication and just, like, 
being honest and all that. And I'm totally fine with that. But it's like, how do I, how do I not just keep telling him, Hey, can you buy me flowers? Hey, can you do this? Cause he really does so much for me, but it's like, why do I get so annoyed at the little things? And you, like, when you say he does so much, can mm-hmm. you give us some examples? Yeah. Like he's very generous with um, like his money and his time, like just with everybody in his life, he'll give them, you know, he'll help them out with whatever he, whatever you need. Um, he's always buying people dinner and um, like, he's just very generous in that way. Okay. And it sounds like you recognize that as a, a nice quality he has. Yeah. I love, cu- I love that. I'm curious. Does it make you feel loved? Um, I don't know if that's really my love language. Yeah. Maybe that's what it comes down to is like giving is my love language like gift giving, like whatever, any kind of giving. And like, but I even told him, like, I don't always feel loved, like from my parents, like from God, like that's kind of a me issue. Um, But I even told him, like, it's the little things that you could do that make me feel loved. And I don't want to keep like getting so mad at him when, well, like, isn't it normal for guys to like buy their girlfriends flowers or chocolates or like anything cheesy like that? When he didn't give you- Just go over- when he didn't yeah, give you yeah. anything for Valentine's Day, did you bring it up? Was it a topic of discussion? I did. So the funny story is um, I was I was on tour during Valentine's Day. So we went, we like kind of celebrated a few days before and we, he brought me to Cracker Barrel. And like, that's all he did. And so I literally told him, I texted him when I got home and I was like, hey, could we like maybe go on an actual date? And so then he actually did take me, he, we went to Ruth's Chris and he took me to an orchestra concert. So like he went above and beyond after I told him, but like, I don't think it comes natural for him. Okay. Well, coming natural shouldn't necessarily matter, right? Like, I mean, it's great when it comes naturally, but if you love the guy, you want to make it work, all you can do mm-hmm. is communicate and then, you know, and then hope that he takes that note, right? Right. Yeah. You know, you can't want him to want to do the dishes all the time. But if he's willing to do the damn dishes, <laughs> just, just be so happy. I have right? to like, keep telling him. Yeah, well, that's a, there's but a difference, about- right? So if like you say, like the Valentine's Day is example. Like I'm not a, like lo- giving, getting gifts and giving gifts is not my love language. So like I, I, I'm not the best at, at that, right? Mm-hmm. But if I'm dating someone, they're like, listen, babe. I really like this. This makes me happy. Then it's like, okay, well, that makes you happy. I got to then recognize that and then make sure the next time that day or days like that comes up where I have an opportunity to like let my partner know that I heard them and it, and what they mm. say matters to me, that I'm going to step up and I'm going to be like, wow, I'm going to totally do this because that's what makes her happy. Even if okay. I wouldn't think of it naturally. So... He does, it doesn't have to come naturally. He doesn't have to like be excited about Valentine's Day, but he does have to be excited or should be excited about the possibility of making you happy. And mm-hmm. that should yeah. come naturally to him, whatever that is. Because her issues are a little more than him wanting to do the dishes. Well, that's step, yeah, that's step one. <laughs> uh, the major problem, Chriselle, I would love to hear uh, your take on this before I, before I you know, dive in. Have you guys talked more in depth about this that he's saying it makes him nauseous? No, I like I kind of took a while to process it. And that was maybe like a month and a half ago. And we like have not revisited that at all. It's just like, I don't know. It's awkward for me. 
and I think it's awkward for him. So we just avoided it, which probably isn't good. I mean, I do want to like ask him more because either like I want to see if like he's more open to it or like I don't know if he's lying about it or like I don't know if it really does make him sick. Like I just have no idea. How long have you guys been together? Um, Almost two years. And you just started speaking about this a month and a half ago? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, communication, not a super great strength of you guys. Right. We're working on it. Okay. It's, yeah. I mean, Do you have any more qu- you have- well, I just, I feel like, you know, this is something that normally would come up in the beginning of a relationship that, you know, you guys, this has now gone on for so long. I worry mm-hmm. that, you know, now that, you know, you, you kind of do treat people how to treat you. I feel like now he's gotten comfortable and now it's not seemed like an issue and you guys have seemingly moved past it, which isn't the case. So you have to, I mean, if this is something that's really important to you, you have to talk to him about this and openly communicate with each other because this is another reason why you're getting mad at him at little things. It's not just because he didn't, you know, give you gifts. You're not feeling like he's reciprocating all the things that you're reciprocating. And that's going to mm-hmm. build resentment. Right. Yeah, exactly. Is there a, a list that you have of a, a variety of things that he doesn't do that you would want him to do on a regular basis? Whether it's chocolates or being um, There's not like a specific list, but I have things like, you know, at the t- like in my head, like, and I've even told him instead of like buying me a nice dinner and spending so much money, like you could be way more simple and just give me like a tiny thoughtful gift. And what does he say when you say this to him? Is he resistant? Is he making up excuses? No, like he's very accepting of it. Um, I just like don't know. If, I don't know. I feel like I don't know if he can change. Okay. You said in your note that you don't want these small things to get in the way of your otherwise great relationship. Why right. do you think they're small things? Um, well, I think I say small things because, like, I hate dating and, like, I'm just not interested in, like, most people. So, like, the fact that I found this guy and, like, we both love each other, like, I don't think, I mean, I think he's the one. And so, um, based on, there's, but are, are like, you guys, are you guys, are you guys engaged? We're not engaged yet, but you, he's you, ta- like, he, it, he you was think it's the around one the corner? That I, I, I mean, he's the one who brought up marriage first about a year ago. Um, but he, I know he wants to take his time and not rush to get married, which I'm, we're both like really chill and laid back about that. We don't, I mean, we don't talk about it every day. Like it's pretty rare that we talk about getting engaged. Like we don't have any plans yet, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it, we do talk about it in passing. I, I, you, you've heard me say this before. If you listen to this podcast, I don't. If you're not engaged, or if you're not married, mm-hmm. I think there's a big difference, very subtle but big difference between saying, "I could see this person as my life partner," or right. "I think this per like," or "I think this person is my life partner." With these expectations that you have, one is more like you're open to the possibility. You remain open until you're not, and if you're not open to it, you break up. But telling yourself mm-hmm. over and over, like, this is going to be my person, this is going to, per-, then you like, you start ignoring problems that you have, right? And you set them mm-hmm. aside, you start calling big problems, small problems. 
And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that you're not going to have this. This isn't going to be your guy. But what you should stop doing is avoiding things that bother you because you've told yourself that this is going to be your person. So you keep making excuses for the actions of him or the problems of the relationship. And then you don't address it because you're afraid of the possibility of facing the truth is maybe he's not your guy. That's very interesting. <laughs> I mean, you have a good point. Like we're not engaged. We're not married yet. So like, you know, so nothing, just, he, everything's. Yeah. He's a guy you love who you see the possibility of and you're going to mm-hmm. keep exploring those possibilities. Otherwise, just go get married. You know what I'm saying? Because like, there's a reason why you guys both have an out, and that's and outs are great. You know, they keep you keep you sharp. Yeah. And of your two main issues, I feel like the gift one. I, I feel like I would be pretty lenient on that because some people just don't speak in the same way with love that others do. And it right. seems like when you brought it up, he's made, you know, like the example of then he took you to the orchestra. And then so it's like he does care and he is listening. It's just it just seems like it's just not the way he works his brain. The other one to me is more concerning. As a guy, what often sometimes happens, and this has been a while back for me, but early on in life, when when young adults become sexually active, it's not that uncommon for both men and women to have poor sexual experiences with partners because the other person neither of you know what the fuck you're doing (laughs) right sometimes Mm -hmm. as a guy you're just like you go down there and you're just like what the fuck is going on and then for the next couple years you're just like oh i'll never do that again and then you you know (laughs) grow up and a few years go by you date someone who knows what they're doing and all of a sudden you're you're just like you you get reinvited to the party and you're just like this is the best time ever i love it down here <laughs> uh, so i don't know maybe he just had a bad experience at some point but yeah you know just that's right am i <laughs> no yeah i think i think maybe that maybe you know there's two ways to go about this sitting down and talking about it sometimes makes it worse because it add, maybe instead of doing that you you know, set up a night and you do it in a certain way, whether it's sexy little notes that takes you from one step to the next in, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would think maybe think outside the box a little bit instead of we need to talk about something and make it, you know, I, I just think maybe before you go that route, maybe do something a little mm. more, uh, you know, make a night of it and like leave little you know, one step leads to the next step and you, here's a clue to this. And it's just a whole, you know, thing that, um, you know, I, I already have it now imagined in my head. I, <laughs> I feel like it's like, oh yeah, I, I feel like maybe, do you agree? Like maybe to kind of make it a little less. Yes. I mean, in any situation, especially when it comes to guys, egos and libidos or, you know, you, they're fragile. Um, <laughs> so there's that, but, and so now there's this pressure. But I don't think I'm going out on a limb here to say that, like, everyone's into different things. But I think if you're going to want to spend the rest of life for someone, and men and women both, you should want to make your partner feel super desired and super sexy. And you don't have to fucking let, like, why did, I I can't, I'm a little mad at this guy for telling you (laughs) that it it makes him nauseous. Like, why is he lumping doing this to you with, like, every sexual experience he's ever had? Like, I understand, but, like, he shouldn't have said that to you. Because now, Hmm. like, the idea of making you feel good and desired is equating to, like, him 
feeling nauseous. Yeah. He, he sounded like an 18-year-old when he said that to me. Yeah. Like, how, that's like something an 18-year-old would say. How old is he? How, yeah, how old is he? Uh, we're, this, we're the same age. Remind me how old you are. You're 28? I mean, yeah. 28. So, yeah, but he, yeah, I just feel like maybe he's not as experienced. I don't know. So, yeah, maybe not. So I just think that's something you guys need to work on together. Maybe it's a, a, some sort of relationship sex, sex coach. I don't know. That's possible. He definitely, I just think that's a really immature comment to say to your partner. Mm -hmm. I really do. Uh, he doesn't have to love it as much as other guys, but like as long as you guys are clean people and you're taking care of themselves, like this should not be something like the idea, whatever he has planted in his head is if he's really being nauseous, like something happened to him, he needs to work through that shit. Yeah. Right? Okay. Because it's affecting how you, like there's nothing wrong with you for wanting mm -hmm. that, to feel desired in, in the bedroom for someone that you want to maybe spend the rest of your life with. You have to yes. give that up. That's a big... A big big thing yeah you know? so i'm not being crazy no no and <laughs> she asked in her letter she asked am i being a little bitch it's kind of fun no i don't i don't think there's anything wrong with you like if you're thinking about spending the rest of your life with someone we should have these expectations and this doesn't make you selfish or wrong or a little bitch as you asked about like you know wanting to feel desired in the bedroom Mm -hmm. why should you have to give that up and in a relationship yeah. i feel like that's you know that's the person that's supposed to build you up and support you and make you feel like when you leave the door you're you know 10 feet tall if you're getting the opposite you know that's that's gonna do the opposite to you you know so i think that this mm -hmm. is definitely something like for me you know more important than you know, maybe if somebody doesn't give you a gift, but you, when you tell them they try and they try to redirect and correct this one, I feel like it's, you know, it seems like something that should be important to fix with you guys because I think it says a lot about, like you said, like that's so insulting. That's so. Well, it's the thing. It's the, it's how he said it and why, like it's the way he said it that tells yeah. me that was an immature point of view. And that's fine. We've all we we all do immature things as adults, but it sounds like a him. It's a it's his problem. It's not your problem. Mm -hmm. And you know you have to you have to decide what is important to you. You know, and so don't put things that are important to you away on the shelf if you're trying to conform to make something work. Just make sure that you're you know standing in your own feet in your own power of what works for you and what you want in a relationship, and don't. You know, a lot of times I feel like girls and guys sometimes will will try and conform to fit what the other person is looking for. And, you know, that's not going to work in the long term. So just, you know, keep that in mind. All right. Well, best of luck. All right. Thank you guys so All right. much. All right. Get yours. <laughs> Bye. Bye. How's it going? Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. What's your name? My name is Sailor. I'm 28. How can we help Sailor? Okay, so a long time ago, um, me and my best friend, we had, you know, we've had made many jokes about being intimate, just stupid girl stuff, you know how it, it can be. And one day it ended up going to another level and, um, and then, you know, life went on, whatever. It was a one-time thing, never happened again. Could you be um, more specific, Sailor? A little bit. You're being <laughs> okay. slightly cryptic, and it can mean okay. a bunch of different um, things. 
Okay, so we we had sex. You and your friend. And, yes, me and my best friend. Yes. Is your best friend a male or female? She's a female. Okay. Yeah. And um, so yeah, it was a one time thing. Never really happened again. So years later, I end up meeting my current boyfriend now of almost okay. two and a half years. And, you know, one day it had come up that this had happened and um, I didn't really realize when I was telling him that it was ever going to be a thing because it, because to me, you know, it never was. And so I was, I was just, this is when we first started dating, you know, the questions come out, you answer them, you tell them the truth, whatever. And I never thought it was ever going to be like used against me. Um, So later down the road, um, she, she's the type of person that she is. She's very sexual to anybody. She's very flirtatious. She's always, you know, grabbing people's attention. Mm -hmm. She'll even flirt with your boyfriend in front of you. And I was just like, Oh, that's just her. That's just how she is. Whatever. Like, you know, I never took it personally really ever. Um, So can I ask you a question about that? Can I ask you a question about that? So like it, Mm-hmm. As you were saying, just I want to confirm, it didn't bother you at all, or or is it something that bothered you, but you just put up with it? Because there, there's a difference. Like her being so flirtatious Flirt- with everybody. Yeah, were you like truly um, indifferent? It, we're like, oh, it's her, or were you like, ah, oh, you know, she does that. I wish she wouldn't, but I guess she—that's what she does. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes I would be kind of annoyed and be like, okay. Okay, you're totally you're switching your role. You're switching your personality as soon as my boyfriend walks in, or as soon as a friend walks in. It's like okay. you're changing, you know. And I'd be okay, like, yeah. I okay. see what you're doing. Yeah. All right. So, so okay, I'm just um, glad you pointed that out because when you first described it, you you kind of dismissed that. Yeah, because I always would just dismiss it in my head, but I wouldn't know what was happening, and I mm-hmm. would be annoyed, but I would never like say it to her. I never said it to her. Okay. So, um. Come to find out that I, I actually met my boyfriend years ago. He's four years younger than me. I met him years ago and we met, he was totally different than what he looked like now. Like he transformed from someone to a new man and like never really paid attention to him then. And then uh, he reached out to me and I reached out to him a couple of years later. But his sister was best friends with my best friend growing up. So he yeah. grew up with this girl, with my best friend. Okay. He grew up with her. She was always in the family. You know, they, they, always, they knew how she was and she had problems with his sister and they had a falling out and her, my, his whole family hates her. And it was his whole family due hates to another your best friend. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that was already a thing that was already, they never really liked her. Um, so um, one day she had, she, like I said, she's flirtatious. She always would send me like, she'll send me Snapchats of, of her, like with crazy cleavage and like, but I, I were like in her, in a sexy dress. And, but like, I feel like she just sends that to everybody. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's just one of her photos, whatever. And the one day he was there and saw it and he was like, what the fuck was that? And I was like, nothing. And he was like, what was that? I was like, oh, it was it was her. It was like, she showed me her fucking cleavage. And I was like, you know, I was like, it's no big deal. And he's like, no, that is a big deal. And, you know, I kind of didn't think anything of it. So, you know, I let it go and he didn't really let it go. And then <sighs> there's so much like in between, but we had tried to all hang out sometimes together and 
it would always be weird. You could feel the vibe that he hated her, that she didn't like him. And like, then it would put me in the middle. And the one day I just kind of snapped them and both like, why can't we all just hang out? It just seems like there's always tension between these two, you know, I'm feeling like I have to make her happy. I have to make him happy. And he doesn't see that. She doesn't see that. She thinks I'm picking his side. He thinks I'm picking her side, but they're both like fighting for my attention. But then apparently she has done skeptical things behind my back that like at a party, she went up to him while him and I were dating and saying, I was thinking about messaging you before, before this all happened. And he was like, okay like he didn't really know like what to say he immediately told me like gotcha what she said so i mean we get the i mean i guess the i think we got enough of this backstory what is your specific question before we so well so the on top of that backstory um her and i kind of had a falling out after that argument when i said that why can't we all get along we ended up trying to hang out again and he was mad about it but i was like he's like i don't trust her blah 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 but anyway, we ended up hanging out. She was trying to make passes at me, but like I took it as friendly. Oh, stop. And she was doing like a video saying, just kiss me, be my girlfriend. And we were drinking. I'm like, oh, stop it. Like, and then she put it on her story and like his sister saw it. And then he ended up coming home and find and seeing us on a couch, like cuddling. Cause she asked me, she's like, can I just come cuddle next to you? And I was like, I guess I don't I don't know like I, I don't know how to say no I didn't know how to say no I was gonna be like no it's weird because she's my friend like we we're just we've always just done stuff like that and then he walked in and it was this huge fight so after that we kind of broke up and um now it's it's like no her or her or me and I haven't talked to her since that day it's been months but I'm like constantly thinking about it and it's like, is it worth, is it worth it? Is he right to feel that way? And is it worth it for me to try to have that friend back? Or is it not? Like, is it, I don't know. I'm curious what Chriselle thinks. But before I ask what Chriselle <laughs> thinks, I'm curious what, what you think. I, I don't know. I battle, I'm battling in my head all the time because what do you think I want to right answer. Like, what, do, what do you think is, forget about I, what you what want. I, if, if you were to take out what you want, mm-hmm. what do you think you should do? Um, kind of probably just let it go. And I, if I'm planning on building a future with him, you know, I've, are you, so are you still with your boyfriend or not? Yeah. Yeah. You are still together. Okay. So the, yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. What are your this thoughts? Was, this show? is a couple of months ago. Well, you know, I think I would have been a lot more lenient until you told me the story about her saying that to your boyfriend about, oh, I was going to message you. To me, that is a huge red flag uh, in, a, yeah. in a friendship. And so all the other stuff, um, it, just to me, that throws the whole story into a different direction. I find that to be mm-hmm. a pretty toxic um, thing to yeah. do. And um, I I have no tolerance for um, people that don't see that kind of energy. So uh, again, all the other stuff, I think I would have been like, you know, I don't think would have been a big deal. That to me is a huge Mm -hmm. flag. What about you, Nick? Yeah. And that's what he always tells me is that she's toxic. Why don't you see this? Why don't you see what she does to people? And she's done it to me in a previous relationship. Also that kind of situation. Would you be more empathetic to your boyfriend if your best friend who you once had sex with in the past was a male? Well, that's what he says to me too. He's like, take sex out of it. 
and think about it that way. Well, well and don't I, take sex out of it. I'm just curious if your best friend was a male and women have best yeah. friends who can be guys. And sometimes people have, and, and sometimes those, I've had women who are very close friends of mine that I've had sex with in the past and we mm-hmm. just end up becoming good friends. Would you have been um, more how, empathetic yes, for, him, for his position if it was a guy? Because I feel like there's a double standard going on here just because your best friend's a woman. I know, I know. And that's what he says to me. But and then I'm like, yeah, I probably would. I probably would have been more empathetic if he was a male. Because to me, I have never had feelings for her and there's no feelings for me there. But he doesn't, he just sees what he sees. And, you know, that's everything you're telling me. Rightfully so, I yeah. guess. I mean, from my point of view, from what I'm hearing from you, everything you're telling me about how your boyfriend is reacting to the situation seems fair. Mm-hmm. We live in this okay. world, especially for men, where they have such a double standard and men who are, you know, generally considered to be hypersexualized. And when they hear about like their girlfriend who had been maybe even made out with a girl in college or had been intimate with a girl, they're all of a sudden like, oh my God, threesome. And they're like super horned up about it and they think it's super cool. But what's, it yeah. sounds like your boyfriend is respecting the fact that you were intimate with someone in the past, whether it's a guy or a girl, and he's validating that is for it what it was, like a, a romantic, intimate situation that he seems to respect. And he yeah. respects it by like acknowledging that it wasn't just like some thing, right? He didn't dismiss yeah. it as yeah. like some like, you know, well, I was just experimenting. And maybe you were, and that's fine if you were, but he is mm-hmm. respecting it for what it is, a sexual mm-hmm. experience. doesn't matter if it was a guy or a girl, yeah. right? Yeah, he is. And so yeah. he has a right to do that because like he can, you could be friends with someone you had sex with if you guys communicate well. But in addition to the, the fact that you had slept with this person who you're friends with and, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Now there's this other situation with your friend where there's just these constant red flags yeah. of, you know, sending provocative photos, right? Like, I don't, you know, if I were dating a girl, right? Mm-hmm. And she was like, hey, here's a situation. Eric, you know, you've met him. He's my friend. He's my best friend. Well, five years ago, we had sex. And then like we, st- you know, we just became friends. And I I know it sucks and it's weird, but just trust me, we are just friends. Like, this was forever ago. We date other yeah. people. We've... And I've been like, all right, cool. I mean, sure, I can relate to that. I've been there. I trust you. And then all of a sudden, like Eric sending her like Snapchats and dick pics and provocative photos, I'd be like, doesn't seem like you guys are best friends. Seems like he wants yeah. to fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that's yeah. what this is. The fact that she's a woman to me is irrelevant. You know? Like, these are yeah. like, you know, if you are attracted to both women, men and women, great. But like, he is respecting that about you. Yeah. And acknowledging it is legitimate. And I think that's yeah. great that he does that because he's not dismissing it as some sort of like, you know, rogue sexual experience that you had is like some like, you know, and I think yeah. that's great. That sounds like he's handling it in a very mature way. And I don't know. And, yeah. and you are kind of Chriselle's point is given this very toxic behavior, way too much um, leeway. Yeah. Do you think there's a chance that you have feelings with her that go beyond just no. Friendship? No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely a no. It's just I enjoyed her friendship, and she was really, like, one of the only friends I really ever felt like I could be the most comfortable with. You know, you have your friends, and, like, you know, 
Yeah, well, I mean, that's hard. I mean, when you lose a friend, it's extremely (laughs) difficult. A lot of times it it, it feels the same as losing a relationship because it is a relationship and another, and sometimes it's just as close, if not closer. So it's going to be hard, but you have to treat it just like you would a romantic relationship. When you see red flags and you see toxic energy, you know, that's why when we're dating people, we end up breaking up or we realize it's not a match. Yeah. Sometimes our friends aren't a match. We grow apart or, you know, it's a different stage in your life. You don't end up going yeah. at the same time. And so it doesn't, you know, sometimes it doesn't mean that you have to just, you know, in your situation, it does seem like you have to draw a line, you know, but sometimes yeah. it's it's a little more general than that. You, you grow apart. But in this instance, if you really love your man, it feels yeah. like, you know, he's not crazy. All of the flags, you know, he's he's pointing to are legitimate. And I feel like that yeah. is a choice that you would need to make, you know, for the good of your relationship. So it's about what you value. Because if you if you go back to that friendship, it, it, it is going to feel a little, you know, like that's a toxic trait now you're bringing into it. If you know yeah. all of this and you still knowingly do it, I feel like that, you know, is something that you have to really own, you know. Right. Right. Okay. If what you needed is validation that, you know, that's it's not a good situation. Did, yeah. And then here, we're both telling you, yeah, it's a break up yeah. with your friend. I needed to get off my chest. <laughs> friends can break up with yeah. friends. And, 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 and as Chriselle said, it can be just as hard. So don't dismiss it. You have a right to feel like you're going to go through a mourning period. Let your boyfriend know how you're feeling. He shouldn't dismiss that you're sad about it, but know that like you're yeah. right. I need to let this go. But it doesn't make me sad just, you know, because this person was in my life. And Yeah. And he did ask me. He asked me, do I miss her? Like in an, in an argument, he's like, well, do you miss her? And I said, well, yeah, to be honest, of course I do. I Of course I miss having that friend. But I said, and I told him, I was like, I made, I did make the decision to not continue to talk to her. And I haven't talked to her since that day. And I, I guess it just, it just been weighing on me. Like, um, I mean, my, I gu- if, I I was, I if I were your boyfriend, my, he doesn't yeah. want to have to convince you to not be friends with this person. He wants you to see it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's struggling with, that's mm-hmm. how I would feel. I'd be like, oh, fuck, don't you see it? Like, God, like, I don't want to be the one. I don't want to tell you not to hang out with this person. He doesn't trust her. And now he's, you're getting into that period where he's going to not trust your judgment and not trust you and your decision. And like, he's really, my guess is if I'm him, he's just like hoping that you see it and just be like, uh, and it's your, your, your indecisiveness about the situation is probably what he's struggling with the, the most. He wants to see you see it as clear as him. So this is good. You see what it is. You know, and now yeah. you can, you know, have that validation that it seems, you know, you were looking for and, and move forward in a healthy way, you know. I feel better. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right. Be strong. All right. You got this. I, I will. Sounds like you a pretty you. good guy. Give it a, give. you know, focus on that. And he other is. is. He really is. I know. All right. Well, best of luck. Okay. All right. Take care. Thank Bye. you so much, guys. All right. Yep. Good luck, Rochelle, with everything. Thank you. <laughs> See, the whole world's You're welcome. For you. How's it going? Hi, how are you? Good. What's your name? Tanya31. How can we help, Tanya? Oh, all right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little nervous. But, um, Don't be nervous. Um, so I've started dating this guy. I guess like a little backstory. I, I, who I am. Like I typically 
I grew up with like my father who's like a narcissist, <laughs> diagnosed narcissist, who's actually kind of been proud of it. And um, I had a very emotionally abusive like stepmom growing up, like alcoholic and everything. Um, so I've always struggled with like my self-esteem issues. Um, and because of that, I've like tended to date a lot of narcissists in the past, um, like really bad narcissists. But like, and I think I always kind of did it as like a challenge too. Like it was easier to date them and like know that when it didn't go right, I could just be like, well, they were an asshole. So (laughs) they're an asshole. Very honest, Tanya. (laughs) You got that going um, for you. Yeah. So, but I've been like doing a lot of work on myself and like trying to, you know, grow. I want to have like a real relationship. So I actually started dating this really good guy at the end of August. Uh, We went on like a really good first date. Everything was amazing. And then um, I kind of avoided him for three weeks because it kind of freaked me out. And then we started like full on dating. Like we'd hang out every weekend for all of the weekends. And then um, I I started treating him like the jerks that I'm used to (laughs) and getting really jealous and um, making assumptions that, you know, that he was going to be like all these other guys. I mean, cause like there was like little triggers, like, I mean, on our first date, he's just, he's like a very emotional person. And on our first date, like, you know, we were drinking and everything. He like, he dropped the, I love you to me already on a first date. So I was like, whoa, that's a bit much, but, um, so like, you know, that, that like triggered, like, you know, like narcissist, like love bombing and all this stuff. So yeah. I started like getting, I like, I'm, I overthink everything. So I'm like, oh, well maybe he's just like these guys. Maybe he's got all these different triggers but like he's just triggering me but um so you know I like start like super like kind of like following his Instagram and stuff I I, I guess I like to do research you know yeah, that's totally fine <laughs> but you know probably the degree of which I did is way too far and he he actually had like a really like abusive like jealous ex so my actions were triggering him and, um, you know, and he, he kept telling me that and everything. And then I, um, one day like called him and like went into full depth of how asking him about one specific girl on his Instagram about like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the degree of which I did was pretty bad. Like where I like saw her story and she asked for like restaurant recommendations. And then I saw that he followed two new restaurants and then she started following it. And I'm just like, so who's this girl? <laughs> and he's just like, how did you know all like, what is, this is too much. <laughs> so, um, he asked for, you know, like some time to think about it. Um, Cause he needed a break. Cause he was just like, I feel like he's my privacy is invaded, but I want you to know that I'm pursuing you and like just you and you need to but then he like it seems like he's like can't really get over it right now and like he tried um and then we like he contacted me like last week on monday um we were gonna like hang out and try again for a little bit but then like i during that time the week that we didn't talk i did a lot of self-reflection and trying to figure out how do i not react the way that i'm doing um so while he's already unclear on me (laughs) i'm like talking to him and i'm like so these are the things that we need to have like a discussion on so i don't get jealous (laughs) and i'm like i'm sure i probably scared him away with that too and overwhelmed him and then now he needs to think more and i just 
and it seems like he's like kind of headed towards the end of things and i don't really want it to go that way because sure. I, I i i i know how to fix my issues and it's just kind of frustrating that i did all this and i might not get the chance to so <laughs> all right so to summarize it sounds like you've been so afraid of dating toxic men or you have dated toxic men. And then uh, here yeah. you are dating a seemingly nice enough guy, maybe a little ambitious yeah. with the I love you's, but nice guy. And <laughs> you've become the toxic person in this particular relationship. And, and now you're worried and you're afraid that you ruined it. Yeah. And I, I, it's totally reasonable for him to be afraid. You know, like I triggered him. Okay. So. And then what is, I guess, your specific question about this? So I guess it's headed, it seems like it's headed towards the end. I know that like, I mean, I have some of his stuff. He has some of my stuff. So I know we're going to see each other again at least. And I just don't know, like, how do I act? Like, how do I approach this now? Like, I mean, the last time we talked, um, he was basically saying that he doesn't know how he's going to, keep this going because like, so another thing is he wants to move back home in like four months where's that uh, in the Utah. how far away from you is that i mean like california okay so yeah yeah so, so maybe maybe regardless it's not a practical relationship i'm not saying he's, he's going the opposite direction usually if you're in a long distance relationship they like come to you rather than leave yeah but, but listen you obviously are a self-aware person right mm -hmm. you at least attempt to be which is the, the challenge <laughs> you know but a lot of people don't even try to be self-aware so yeah. you know you have that um you have some issues you have to work through you can recognize that you have some jealousy and insecurities about things i've talked a lot like jealousy comes in two different forms in my experience you know you can date people who make you jealous because they make you feel insecure by their actions. They're being cryptic. They're not showing up on time. They're staying out late. They're doing shit that makes you like think this is fucked up. And then you become yeah. insecure and subsequently jealous. Or people can be jealous because of shit that's happened to them. They haven't worked through yet, which it sounds like in your case is this situation. So like, have you question? Have you like gone to like therapy to work through some of this stuff? Oh yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> So my parents are like a very tumultuous divorce. Like they put me in therapy from age four to like on to like I was 22. I stopped just, going to therapy, but. All right. Yeah. So maybe think about going back. <laughs> and I, yeah. I don't say that as in any judgment. I got to go therapy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it sounds like you still have some stuff you have to work through and that is OK. So you don't have to pretend. Stop working through it with people you're dating. I was just going to say that that's the most healthy way to do it is to work through it, you know, in therapy and not have to learn these lessons kind of through someone, you know, because now, you know, of course, you don't want to hurt him. He sounds like he's a nice guy. And so and you don't want to have any. I hate when you ever do any anything that then you feel like you can't take it back or you feel yeah. bad. It's just a terrible feeling. So I, I think that's a great idea to go back and, you know, work on yourself, you know, by yourself and not through these you can save yourself a lot of heartache if you if you do the work before you enter into a relationship. Yeah. Um, Have you ever been cheated on? Um. No, not not that I'm aware of. Okay. <laughs> no. I mean, uh, yeah, I've had. Uh, I've been like lied to. I've like there was 
a married guy that I didn't know was married. And okay, that's yeah. And then, and you got. I was it? the. I, I didn't get cheated on in that way. I was. You're the other person. The person. Yeah. yeah. And you got through it. Yeah. 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 I only like. You know, sometimes we we stuff happens to us, and we're so afraid of it, and you know, we try to avoid it, and then you know, then it happens, and then we deal with it and it sucks and then we work through it and we survive it and you know so um in terms of jealousy right i mean like yeah there's a difference between like open communication like you have a right to ask them questions you know yeah and it's just how you guys communicate this dude in a way where it's just like definitely stop like stalking and getting too much information (laughs) but you also have in in early in a relationship i don't know how you feel but it's like sometimes you're just like hey can I ask some questions? Cause I just want to make sure you want to check in. Cause you don't know, like we all have that when we date someone new, you know, we date someone new and we're just like, well, you know, I realize I, it feels like I know everything about you, but I definitely don't. So can I ask some questions and everyone has a past and now we just have to like slowly find a way to check in and learn about their past without sounding like we've, you know, been stalking the shit out of them. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. We all do these things, right? Like you see some, you see the person you're dating, maybe like in their DMs and then like, you can't help who's DMing them. You're just like, why the fuck are people DMing you? (laughs) And then all of a sudden you're just like, wait, people DM me all the time. And I look at my DMs out of sheer boredom. You know, we all do this and we sometimes forget that we do the same thing. So, you know, I think in this guy's case, all you can do, he's moving away anyway. So you're playing with house money, right? That's how I would look at her if I were you. And so like next time you see him, just be like, listen, I don't know if you know this about me, but I have some shit I'm dealing with. And I just, <laughs> I, I, I just own up to everything you think you did and just say, you're sorry. He may or may not forgive you. It may be too much, but just say, you know, if you want to keep talking, I'd love to just keep getting to know you. And maybe we, you got me nervous in a great way by expressing your feelings to me. It made me a little insecure and nervous because I think you are a great guy and, and, and that's where it comes from. So maybe let's both kind of like slow it down. You're moving anyways, but I still want to just keep talking to you and let's take away these expectations we've made for each other in this relationship and just see if we enjoy spending time together. You know? I agree because that's yeah. very charming when someone has that. Like he said, you're, you're very self-reflective, which is nice that like if this conversation, I wonder if you've been as honest with him as you've been with us because I think that would really help for him to really see, you know, your thought process and how you got to where you were. And that's something that, you know, for me, it's all about someone's intentions. And if I knew, you know, where they were coming from, like how you just spoke with us, it's very different than thinking that this person is crazy and, you know, jealous and just never going to get over certain things. It's, it's different to hear you speak this way. So I would, I would say the same thing. I would encourage you to be really honest with them. Yeah. 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 Take it easy on yourself. And give yourself okay, some you. self-love because yeah. you're beautiful, you're fabulous. I think a lot of that comes from like an insecurity with how you feel about yourself. So make sure you're taking care of yourself. Give yourself, you know, all that love you need to do to feel like you really are confident. And so you're entering into these situations with confidence and not from an insecure place. Hopefully that was helpful. I don't know. Oh, very helpful. Thank you. I appreciate well, that. Take it easy on yourself, number one. And as far as this guy goes, just be honest with him be vulnerable and it may not work, you know, it's okay. Yeah. But right now it's safe to say my gut tells me that 
you know he's a nice guy and you know he's not like every other guy you've dated, but I don't know if you really know how you feel about him. He's just different. And then now you're afraid that you ruin something that could be great, but you don't know if it's great yet. So just take it easy on yourself if it doesn't work out because that's kind of what you're feeling more than anything. I think you're right. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Well, best of luck. Yes. Good Thank luck. You. Have a good, thank you so much. Have a good day. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that was a ton of fun, Michelle. I know. That was so much fun. Uh, thanks for uh, joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You give uh, great advice. Yeah, that was fun. I, I think that was like, I like hearing what the questions are. It's so interesting. They're all so different. Yeah. We all have our, everyone just has their own, we have all have our own problems. <laughs> yeah. So true. Uh, but you don't have yours right now because <laughs> oh my God. in closing. And we're back. <laughs> and here we are again. Any final thoughts about anything in your life going on that you want to send us off with? No. I, you know, listen, do the work on yourself so that you can enter into relationships in a healthy way. And then, you know, you never know what might come your way. That was amazing. That was great. <laughs> that was such a good quote. And maybe love is in the air. We don't know. We don't want to put labels on it. Do oh the work on yourself. That's what's important. I'm so happy that you're happy. <laughs> Me too. Great. I'll say that. Me too. Uh, well, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we we want to give Chriselle an extra special thank you for indulging us with uh, these relationship questions. She's been so kind and so very charmingly protective of her new relationship and uh we want to thank her send, don't forget to send your questions at asknick at castme.com cast with a k uh great questions today um next week we have another excellent ask nick episode justin long is with us and if you want dating advice from the guy who used to say he's just not that into you <laughs> as the star of that movie. It's a very meta episode. And Justin is really fantastic. It's going to be so um, good. He, he, he was really great at, at, uh, at giving advice. So I know you guys will enjoy it. And once again, Chriselle, thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a ton of fun. Thank you. Um, so fun. You're crazy. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>